Welcome to Herman Landon with your hosts, Smartwatch, Neil and Chris, and Bonjour et bienvenue dans les légendes urbaines. Je suis la piscine Jean-Paul Gauthier, transnational, Chris Flynn. And with me, as always, is the modern-day William Tell. It is Mr. Neil Herbert. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, Neil. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Very how's good. Your, how's your week been? Fantastic, yeah. Yeah? Loving um, What kind of, uh, what, what makes you the modern-day William Tell? Well, you know, um, is it all... <laughs> you no, got you... to be careful about how you talk about crossbows these days, Chris. Because you, you do. know, with modern society, you know, mm. shooting shooting an apple off of a child's head it's it's frowned upon by social services these days. But it's a uh, you know, well, if it's not your child though, so well, no, exactly, yeah, happen? not my child, not my apple. Yeah, <laughs> certainly my crossbow. <laughs> Um, so how did you how did you get into it? Were you kind of just reading a lot of William? Did you become like a William Tell fan and decide that was the way? It's a huge to go fan of the William you? Tell overture. Yeah, the 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 Yeah, looked behind the inspiration of that once and was like, oh, you know, what could be better than this chain? You know, is this having a crossbow? You know, really fed into my fed into psyche. Yeah, is this is this an example of? Um, sort of going into like an internet wormhole, and unfortunately, things not working out. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, like, I like that song. I think I'm looking at what, what it's about. Oh, William Tell, some kind of uh, his like his sort of heroic character from I don't know Austria or Switzerland or some shit. And uh, oh, and he's famous because he reckoned he was so good at shooting that he uh, put it on the apple on his son's head and shot it off to prove a prove a point. Don't know if it was like a barroom bet or something. I, I don't know the ins and outs. Presumably. Presumably there's a couple of guineas in it or whatever. And so you decided that that was the right way to go. Roisterous drunken drunken bet, yeah. Yeah. You, you well they kept... don't well they don't realise that the true tale was that he ended up shooting his son in the head like William Burroughs. But uh, yeah. you know, nobody likes that. It's not a fun version. But no, no. well yeah, I mean you, I mean some could accuse me of having, yeah, sort of like a three AM search for a personality via a wiki page, but that's how I've decided oh, to base my entire life on it since, and I don't regret it for a minute. You've got a lovely little jaunty hat, yeah, mm, little feather in I'm it, dress, dressed like a you know a medieval woodsman, yeah, and you yeah. <laughs> prance, prance around Portslade singing "Hey Nonny No," yeah, well, <laughs> uh, lovely works stuff. well for me. And if anyone you know, if anyone does get a bit too roisterous, I can uh, I can always. Whip out the old crossbow. And... Would you say that you were tail-pilled? <laughs> Is that the term? I don't, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with that uh, that expression, I'm afraid. Well, I've um, because of uh, I listen to a lot of uh, websites about sort of internet hate co- websites podcasts. I listen right. listen to web yeah, listen to web You listen to a lot of websites and read a lot of podcasts. Read a lot of podcasts yeah. yeah. And I, I eat a lot of telly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh but because I listen to a lot of that about sort of right wing stuff on on internet and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um to try and learn what we need to do to become more popular obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah there there's apparently kind of uh, groups of like militias in America and compounds all dressed as William Tell Got crossbows, nice. um, 
and they stick they steal apples and boys and <laughs> practice. Yeah, practice and they, they, yeah. they say that they've been tell pilled. So I, I think they're just sort of trying to copy me, to be honest with you. Do you reckon then? So they're yeah. nil, nil pilled. They've they've heard. Well, who knows? But you know, they've probably heard about my antics running around. Um, you know, Boundary Road, Tesco's, yeah, with a crossbow, yep. <laughs> so firing, apples, firing, fire, firing in the direction of children, yeah, in, into the apples yeah. <laughs> in the fruit and veg department. Yeah. What's your favourite kind of apple to shoot, Neil? Is it a pink lady? Um, no, actually, I like a nice firm Granny Smith. Nice firm Granny Smith. Because they're not good for eating, are they? But I'll tell you what, they've got a satisfying snap when they, uh, when the arrow don't goes like, through. Don't you like eating a Granny Smith? No, it's a bit, tart. Bit, bit, bit tart, tart for you, is yeah. it? For your little, your little sweet taste buds. Or an apple, an apple pie. I don't, we're not really a fan of apples, to be honest with you. Really? You yeah. surprise me. That's, yeah. why the, that's why the doctor's always banging at your door. Well, there you go. No, more, yeah. more of a grapes, grapes man. But, uh, <laughs> but you, uh, that's, that's a lot harder, though. I mean, I'll be honest with you, my ratio of hitting apples isn't great. No. It's like one in 50 at best. So, you know, it's yes. kind of wildly dangerous. Yeah, so William, trying to hit grapes. William Tower was actually supposed to be fairly proficient with his crossbow, but... Uh, well, it depends on the distance. Yeah. Might well, have. in fairness, I do just want to use one of those ones with, like, the little rubber su- suction cups, so... Yeah. It's going to be difficult to penetrate actually, you know, with that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a lot harder you, than it looks. Have you thought about updating... And it's one of those child's toys where it actually only kind of, like, comes out about half a foot. So you have to yeah. get it quite close to the apple. People with crossbows tend to be on the fringes of society, Neil. Do you consider yourself to be one of them? <laughs> I like to think of it more as a vanguard, Chris. The vanguard? Yeah. Well, protect, if you sort of turn it, it around, the rest in of fact, us, I, I'm at the front. Oh, okay. Leading, leading where everyone should follow. You know, you'll all look behind your shoulders and then you'll be like, ah, that's where we should have gone. Really? But I'll be there already. Yeah, you already on your own yeah. in the woods. Yeah, that's how I like it. With a small boy and an apple. Different <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lovely stuff. Um, so are, are there any other um, projectiles which which you've uh, got your eye on or is it just just crossbows for you? Like maybe, I don't know, a slingshot or bow, bow and arrow. That's the well, traditional they have been, one, well, isn't they, it? Was it a black widow or something? Or, was that a catapult? Catapult, yeah. Thinking? Or I was yeah. thinking about maybe, you know, when you, you're a kid at school and you get a big pen and you some, chew up some paper and then just like... And use that like a blow dart. Yeah, use it like a blow, blow dart. Yeah, I think it, some sort of uh, psychedelic good, blow darts that, would be quite good. But it's good that we kind of, we sort of re... <laughs> like school, school children, school boys and um, hunters in the Amazon are the only two people who use that weapon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. It's weird, isn't it? Lot of lot of similarities between those two groups. A lot of similarities. You know, a lot of body paint. That that Venn diagram. Eating a lot of monkeys. Close to zero. Well, you know, you do what you do to, to survive. You know, the uh, schools are tough. Comprehensive place, schools, very much like the you know, mm. the, the the jungle. Yeah, I was trying to trying to think whether or not that was an appropriate thing to say, but uh, probably not. I mean, it's comprehensive not. schools, fine, and it? it's just school. Yeah. Oh, you've all been there. Yeah. We you learn something, didn't you? And then you move on with your life. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Okay. Well, um, thank, thanks for letting us look into, look into that. That was, um, that was entertaining, I think. Let the listeners be the judge of that. Yes. But never mind about all of that, Chris. I couldn't never quite decide for your French. Um, but right. it's something to do with Jean Paul Gaultier, I believe. He was a, a national swimmer or something. 
Non, je suis la piscine, Jean-Paul Gaultier, transnational. You, you are the you are the swimming pool. I am the the swimming pool, which is named Jean-Paul Gaultier and is transnational. So you're a transnational swimming pool. That's right. Is this some new kind of identity thing that I'm too old to understand? <laughs> no, it means that I go from I, I get I go, I go I get from, pronouns and stuff now. I go from town to town where they don't have swimming pools. Um, and people be, swim in you, do they? This people is swim, disturbing. Pe- people swim in me, yeah. It's, yeah. um, and then I, then when they've had their swim, they'll go, uh, au revoir, Jean-Paul, au revoir. And then I float up into the sky and then I float over to the next town and then lower myself it's down. Sick. Then they go, ah. Does Antoine de play any, play any, uh. No, 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 it's not nothing to do with Jean-Paul Gauthier, the designer. That's, we just have the same name. Oh, okay. That's completely coincidental. Are you sure this isn't some anime that you saw? I mean, you had well, a fever dream about. No, it's not, Neil, because I'm living sounds the a, life. But sounds I a bit like a... But it, is a... but it could be considered to be a bit like maybe Laputa La Castle in the Sky or something, saying Studio Ghibli. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember. Studio Ghibli. Mm. Yeah. It could be like that, couldn't it? Maybe, maybe if they're listening, they'll, they'll be interested in hearing my story, Neil. My story slash my truth. Maybe yeah. they'd be interested in hearing my truth. And then, yep. Yeah, so then, so that I t- at the moment I'm in Verona, and, okay. and I'm iced over. So people are doing some ice skating on me, which is nice, isn't it? That's good. So you've got, you've got two tricks then. So you can, you know. Don't forget now. Come summer, have a lovely swim. Come transnational, transnational swimming pools, not just for summer. No. Useful not. sorts. Clearly not. Yeah. And I just travel, I, I go wherever I'm needed. It's nice of being there. How, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, understand that need? Uh, because I catch wishes on the breeze. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you have some sort of, is that through your ears or do you have some sort of mechanism? Through which he can filter the wishes of. I have a I have a large net which is on cogs and it goes and cranks up, so it's like a sail, and it catches wish catches children's wishes. Ah, there you and go. That, and that powers me towards them. That powers you, and then that your uh, physics defying flight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's not. You're getting caught up in your, too much reality here, and I'm your too, industrial too, too revolution. Yeah, starting shit. Your new, your At least it isn't coal powered and then. No, it was quite, oh, yeah, named, named I'm, I'm lucky it's not a steampunk, yeah. You would, you're very, you're, if you thought this through, you would have done a steampunk one, wouldn't you? But I've got away with that. You have got away with it this time. Any, uh, any, any spirit animals following you around or anything like that? Uh, there is. Any other uh, wacky hijinks? There's a lovely water rat called, uh, Mr. Biscuits, who, oh. who steers. He's got like goggles on, scarf. Uh, there's a t- there's a tiller for searing in the wind, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's a group of, there's a group of racist crows from oh, Disney. Okay. <laughs> they 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 don't join us. It is what we've, it is. That's the reality. Asked, we've asked yeah. them not to, but they they keep turning up. Um, yeah, there's a toad. There's a toad called um, called Sparkles, um, and he he cleans the pool in between visits. And there's a lovely brown bear who acts as the lifeguard and has got his yellow vest on. Oh, and, that's nice. And a little cap. The, the sparkles use chlorine to uh, clean the pool, or? Sparkles uses too much chlorine. Yeah. Uses too much chlorine. Worried about Bastard. that. 
Brooks Ross. don't really have a great sense of. No, no, he, yeah. he, he doesn't measure it. We've said you've got yeah. to measure it very carefully. This is a course. It's sting substance. in the children's eyes. It's causing it like, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Sparkles knows what he's doing. That's, and then Mr. <laughs> Sparkles, can you? Sparkles isn't going to do a cautious assessment. He's a. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> hey, look, Sparkles does it by eyes. Don't yeah. you worry. Hey, Sparkles been gleaning pools since before you were transnational now. Sparkle's got no time for this health and safety nonsense. <laughs> Sparkle's want to bring back hanging. Sparkle's, Sparkle's joined the transnational so he would get away from red tape. Sparkle's believes that hanging is a good deterrent against <laughs> treason and burning, and burning, Sparkles. burning the king's shipyards. <laughs> oh, Sparkle's has got a spot on GB News now, so yes. Yeah. Sparkles is the new deputy chair of the Conservative Party. How do you you feel about the fact that Sparkles seems to very much kind of taken over the whole, you know, he's he's overshadowing you quite significantly, isn't he, these days? Well, I'll be honest, we've we've had a chat, me and the bear, whose name is um, Edward, Edward Filigree. Yeah. Yeah. No no notes. (laughs) No notes. And, um, yeah, we've had a chat about it and we're going to try... Because Sparkles, when we let he's done all his cleaning stuff, when more people have just swim around, he hits the brothels. So yeah, <laughs> we're gonna try. We're gonna try. He's made something clean. There, he's about to make something a lot dirtier. <laughs> he's gonna make it a lot dirtier. Quick, we have to get out of here. Come on, get the children out of the pool. We need to leave. <laughs> Mister Sparkles made a mistake again. So we're gonna try and leave him at the next at the next next crime scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a let's call it what it is. It's a crime scene. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna leave we're gonna we're gonna leave an anonymous tip to the local constabulary, and um, so, I hope, hopefully you'll get his comeuppance. But I think we we'll, do. Have, well, I think we'll, we'll, be, have a we'll be rid of him. Yeah, that's well, that's, I think we do have a whimsical movie there, but I think we have to sand off a few of the rough edges. But um, that's, I think it needs to be more gritty. The, you do. Yeah, I think it needs to be more gritty than that. Very much. The sparkle centric, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think sparkles is the real, yeah. is the real hero, the anti hero yeah. that we've all been looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a breaking bad kind of vibe. Well, no, because he starts good and goes bad, but sparkles is just bad. He just starts bad and gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> or sopranos, if you prefer. But yeah, fair enough. Something like that. Cool. All right, Neil. Um, so today, um, we are going to look at some spooky pasta, Ooh, which means nice. which means internet stuff. Delving into Reddit land. Yeah, and so we're going to have a little look at um, one from uh, the land of the rising sun, Nippon or Japan. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, we haven't looked at... Well, actually, one of our New Year's ones was from Japan, but we haven't looked at a proper legend from Japan for a while, have we? Since no, probably, it was no, oh, no yeah, house the in clean- Peru. Yeah, curse Kleenex probably. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matsuta House was owned. It was a Japanese house- family in a house in Peru. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. That's the right. Yeah, well, so it was one that- of the things of the haunted house. Yeah. yeah. So this website is called the Ghost in My Machine: Stories of the Strange and Unusual. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah. shall I tell you a little bit about the website? Why not? People might want to visit. Yeah. Um, if they do, it's theghostinmymachine.com. And uh, 
so about the ghost in my machine is an internet campfire of sorts. Gather round because it wants to tell you strange stories, take you on haunted journeys, and make you jump at unexpected noises. Oh, oh, oh. that's a good mission. It is a good mission. Uh, and you can follow their Twitter at Ghost Machine, Ghost Machine 13. Um, but that, that'll do. Uh, I've given them enough of a plug. Yeah, it's enough, more, more than enough of a plug, I would have. And this was written on March the 27th, 2019 by simply Lucia. Brazilian football lady, maybe. Could be. So it's written kind of like a crime file that you might find in oh, a police, a police nice. station or, I don't know, an FBI station, a detective station. Yeah. Whatever. So title. Okay. So CW. Homicide, suicide. Type, EV, brackets, electronic virus. Mm. Period slash location of origin, late 1990s, Japan, the internet. What any thoughts so far? <laughs> I, interesting no. start. Um, Fair enough. Not a lot of information yet. Well, no, I was just conflating Japan and the internet. But um, no, I was just wondering, how, how are you enjoying their, their way of laying this out? It's a bit laboured, but... Okay. Okay, good. So, uh, appearance. Subject appears to be a small pop-up banner or advertisement in the variety commonly encountered on the internet. Yes, we're familiar with pop-up adverts. bit too familiar, if you ask me. I Yeah, I don't get too many of them now because of my eight ad blockers. I've still got residual fury from sort of 15 years ago, I think. But yeah, they got, they got to a point where it was really like, well, you still get it from time to time where it'll just be something where I'm like, I don't, the effort to read this article is just All right, yeah, whatever yeah. nonsense you're trying to do. Like, you know, something rolling over the top of it or whatever. I can't even be bothered. Yeah. Like, all the ones where it's, you know, something will watching... turn up in my timeline and it's like, subscribe to read the third no. word of this article. And I don't even know if you're a good website yet. So. Yeah, or um, or when I'm when I'm watching football legally at three o'clock on a Saturday yes. in the UK, yeah. sometimes there are pop-ups. I'll tell you what, actually, when I went um, went to Colombia, and I think this, oh. I don't know, I imagine this happened in America as well. What were you it's, doing in Colombia, Neil? Wink, wink. Never you mind. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I was out there for a friend's wedding. A, Mason, a Mason's wedding. Yeah, but um, no, we'd. Uh, we were watching the football. I think we just fancied, you know, watching the football. And unbelievable. Right, you don't, you don't need to, you know, don't need to be defensive. You're allowed to watch football, mate. Yeah. Well, I didn't, yeah. So, <laughs> no, I just mean, it wasn't like, no, I'm going to say it wasn't like Champions League final or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It, was just, it was just like a couple of local teams. We just, you know. Oh, okay. So we watched some, you know, Colombian football. Mm. That should be good. Medellin um, versus Cali. Yeah, something like that. Um, and, um, yeah, just, like constantly throughout the game, you would have this banner underneath the uh, like the the sort of lower say quarter of the screen. Yeah, would just be people mugging and for toothpaste or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, roughly every five minutes, it would pop up and take up half of the screen in the middle of. And this, I'm, I'm not this talking about half time or where there's yeah, this on TV, just a constant running banner beneath, and it just every so often it just pop up, and there'd be some like someone would just be mugging about toothpaste or whatever. Blocking the view of when the you're trying to watch. Yeah, blocking your view. Of the, Unbelievable times. I can't, mm. I'm just waiting until that happens. Well, you know, everywhere else. But 
Yeah, but that, but I that guess, guess alarmed and annoyed me in equal measure. If it's free, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it would have been yeah. up with it if it's a subscription, would you? I don't know though. I think, I mean, this is why people do end up watching, uh, yeah, via other, other mechanisms. But no, that was, I mean, Avatar, I don't know. Yeah. Not a fan. That's I'm the thinking, worst advertising up. I think I've ever seen. Yeah, well, not. What a live match or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you, if it's between breaks in play, fair enough. Fill your boots, but. So what you're saying, so I think this is actually not about this. It's about the fact that I suggested that we film, like we actually release the video of us doing this. And I sent you some sponsor shirt ideas where we've got like you know, Gazprom on one shoulder. Yeah. Um, bet three six five on another show. Oh, good, good ethically sound companies. Yeah, I have no problem with those. Yeah, yeah. Glaxo Smith Klein. Yep, fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, East <laughs> India Company. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see anything wrong with any of these. Yep, Catholicism. Yeah, <laughs> um, those ones who did oxycotton. Um, cool. Right. So, however, Neil, back to the story. However, yes. the pop up does not actually advertise anything. Rather. Same it with asks, the pop-ups. That's far. It, it, it asks the it asks the targets a single unfinished questions. Do you like question mark <laughs> IQ test? <laughs> I, <laughs> is the film star called Tom Cruise or Ron Bruce? <laughs> so the pop-up is red in colour and features black text. Additionally, when it appears, it's accompanied by a high-pitched voice reading the featured text aloud. Do you like? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Do you like? Well, I'm uh, definitely clicking on that. Due to the subject's location of origin, the text is typically Japanese and therefore presented as a combination of hiragana, uh, katakana, and kanji characters. Oh. I can, I can earn £100,000 a month and grow my penis five inches. <laughs> Would you like? <laughs> so the subject is referenced into Japanese as uh, Akaiheya. Fair enough. It is unknown whether the subject may appear in countries other than Japan. I mean, I've never stumbled across this one, I don't think. Yeah, but you don't really delve the dark side of the internet no, much, do no, you? I don't. You're sort of more on like BBC Sport, on time, yeah, Wikipedia, yeah, um, Urban a- Legends, Chan. So, modus operandi. Subject will appear seemingly. Well, Reddit's about as far down the dark side as I've got. Now. Yeah, I don't read Reddit. <laughs> So not, not normally, but uh, yeah. Quora's about the furthest I go. Actually, have you seen Quora? Just has that turned into just such a fucking cultural cesspit these days? It's it? filled, it, honestly, just every time I look at Quora now, there'll be a question like, I don't know, it'll just be something like really obviously divisive or. Why can't we have rights for whites? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It just, they just, they just, just seem to be seeing all of these questions that are just deliberately to aim to provoke. They only look up, like, and then people giving back really smug answers, like, oh, "I think you'll find my American friends." That you know, or something like, you know, doesn't everyone realise that the food in Britain is awful? Why do you eat oh, it? Right. Something like that. And it's like yeah. full of questions and things. I'm not, I fine tend or whatever, to, but 
I tend to look up very, like, I only go on it if I'm looking up very specific answers. Like, I was interested to know what the relationship was like between Brazil and Portugal, mm. sort of in comparison to England and America. And so I was having, so I'd look at, so you can look at stuff like that and you normally get. No, I think, I think it, it can be a really good resource. Really interesting. And there was a really interesting article by a South African guy who was basically talking about how the UK is actually a lot poorer than people think. And he's, well, we you know, know that. Oh, no, no, no. But, country you know, with some very rich people. No, no, but that was the kind of the point he was making. It's kind of like he enjoys, he enjoys the time that he spent here, but he's, you know, he was, he was shocked at how, how much poverty there was. I mean, so obviously there is in South Africa as well, but yeah, anyway, I think there can be some quite interesting, um, but anyway, there just seems to be a lot now that's just people deliberately, well, it's the same with all that's this, just the internet, this isn't it? echo chamber of outrage. Anyway, let's not get into it. Mm. So the subject will appear seemingly at random to targets browsing the internet. Note, it's unknown precisely how subject identifies targets. Should the target attempt to close a subject, I love the way he's just calling it subject. <laughs> yeah, it's... See, this is the problem with having like this affectation in your article, and it's like, oh, I'll be a hard-boiled crime detective, and it's like you're not you're not actually writing a fucking case file, man. You know what I mean? It is a case file. It is. It's an internet case file now. So, should target attempt to close subject upon encountering it, okay. subject will pop up again immediately. Each time, subject. It reappears, it will display more and more of its initially unfinished question. Mm. What do you like? Do you like? <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm getting more into it now. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm liking it a bit more. <laughs> Should talk Winning me over. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> Strange charm. Mm. Should target persist in attempting to close subject, subject, <laughs> uh, subject will eventually complete this question. Do you like the red room? Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Mm. Neil, well. Now you've piqued my interest. Neil, do you like the red room? I'm thinking that I'm getting a whole Twin Peaks vibe off of this mm. now. You're going to end up in the Black Lodge or something. I'll give it a go. So you, you do like the red room. <laughs> okay. Yes, but backwards. So, Neil, at this point, one of several things may occur. According to one account, which, which has got a link to it, so I might read that. Disappear. A crack or fissure will somehow appear in the subject, widening dramatically over a short period of time. The crack will soon break entirely, at which point the target immediately expires. So you die. Oh, I thought this was a vortex dragging you into hell or something. Well, maybe. Hmm. I only heard one possible thing. So, so sorry, let me run the one possible again. So, a so, fissure opens in... So, we, so on the screen on the, on the pop-up or monitor or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, on the pop-up, a crack appears in the middle of the pop-up and then gets wider and wider and then you die. Okay. See, what the thing is, Neil... This is one of those late late 90s, early aughts horror movies based on the internet didn't yeah. really uh, scare me that much. You're just desperate to get back to um, uh, the place, the parallel dimension from the Elevator game, Pretty um, much, the yeah. Leonard Skinner verse. Yeah, Skinner verse. Big... Let's get back there. Let's get back there. Yeah. So, according to another okay. account, also linked, 
Target's computer screen will fill with a window with a red background displaying a long list of names in black text. Targets will then sense an additional presence behind them. They, they will later then be found deceased in their home. The walls of the room in which they were discovered will be painted red with blood. Their blood? Bridget, no, count just, no, no one knows because this is all made up and poorly someone's blood. You don't know it's made up, Neil. How do they know that somebody's appeared behind them? They can sense it. Well, they can sense it, but they've just died. So how does how does that get carried to anyone? Well, th- th- that's the question. Well, how, are they, how are they interviewing these subjects Let's after? Bear birth? it in mind. Yeah, I think it's case files not been properly reviewed. I'll be honest with you. Well, but there's a lack of funding in the police, isn't there? Yeah. I can't it's even atrocious keep their work, McNulty. Can't even keep their own house in order. Um, according to a third account. Also linked, targets will see a list of names uh, described by the previous account. However, should the target close out of this window, the computer, the target's computer will begin malfunctioning repeatedly. First, the screen displayed a dialogue window stating, your computer is about to have an error. Moments later, a second window will appear with a message, an error has occurred. Attempting to close out of an error has occurred window will fail to close the window while clicking OK causes the window to replicate with growing speeds. Subject will eventually return at which point target expires. So it's just people who are so afraid of pop-ups that uh, (laughs) have a heart attack or something. Good good job they didn't come up with when I was of age, Chris. would have had a lot of heart attacks. The scariest thing... Pop-up scare you to death. Which has happened on my computer is someone tried to do a ransomware on it. Not this computer, on an old laptop I had. But I managed to get out of it. I'm not sure how. I managed to get out of it and the computer worked fine afterwards. Well, they reckon that, I mean, some of these, they just sell scripts on the dark web, don't they? Just any old cunt. So uh, they probably just didn't know what they were doing. Ah. Anyway, they, why would why would somebody with a, with a solid ransomware go after you? You know, you're going to go after a company or something, aren't you? Yeah, you just go after somebody's granny. Well, it went, but there, there, there was a period, probably ten years ago, where ransomware was like they won't go like they would. It would just pop up on people's computers, and then people would pay because they didn't know how to try. Yeah, it locks up the whole thing or something, I guess. But yeah, but yeah, I managed. I don't know. Maybe because I'm a super hacker. But I managed to get out of it. I would imagine not, but um, possibly. What? You're always putting me down there. What's this about? Does it make you feel better about yourself? Vaguely, yeah. Oh, okay, fair about enough. About the sadist in me, yeah. Yeah, well, I wish, wish you well. Yeah. Um, according to yet another account, it remains unknown pro- what precisely happens next. Targets will simply fail to appear at school, work, or similar obligations and will later be found in a manner described in the previous accounts. So was there like a rash of the police just finding like bodies hunched over computers, a load of pop-ups of this description? I'd assume so, Neil, otherwise this doesn't hold water. Otherwise, how does this make any sense? But yeah, that's what we'll assume is happening. Fair enough. Yeah. No more questions. Good. In any case, it is unclear how the targets expire. According to some accounts, it may be the work of a third party, However, according to others, targets die by suicide. Okay. Regard- 
<laughs> well, pop-ups are pretty frustrating. Um, there was a good movie based on this premise years ago, actually, Suicide Circle. All right. I think that was Japanese as well, actually. Japanese well, or Korean, I can't remember which. There has been a film about this, so yeah. maybe. Well, there was a few. I don't know. There was a lot of J-horror, wasn't there? Some like stuff like mm. Pulse and um, quite a lot of it. Effectively eerie around the turn of millennium. So regardless as to the precise method, however, the outcome is always the same. The target goes missing and is found in their home sometime later. Deceased with the walls of the room discovered coated in blood. So those are some things. Containment, Neil, is the next subject Ah, in this dossier. So if one of them pops up, what do I do to stop whatever terrifying thing is happening? Well, Neil, it is possible that an ad or pop-up blocker may mitigate the danger. (laughs) (laughs) The great thing about ad blocker is not only does it stop these annoying adverts, it can stop you from dying prematurely as well. If an infected J-horror ad tries to, you know, get some ghoul crawling out of your monitor or something. Yeah, if you've got... Um, you know, I'm picturing yeah. very much Shakira coming ad- out of your monitor, shitting you up. If you pay for ad- the professional ad blocker advance, it actually has um, it has rune Guaranteed Ringo-proof. Yeah. Ringo-proof, yeah, whatever. It has, ru- it has um, rune technology yeah. that uh, protects your computer from demonic forces. Yeah, nothing can come crawling out of your screen. It's uh, Yeah. You're fine. If, if you choose to pay for the premium, which you'd recommend... If you don't, then basically you're going to get the salt technology. Well, you know, it's it's classic mistake, isn't it? It's because, you know, once you see it come crawling out of your TV, it's too late then. Mm -hmm. Your last moments on this planet, you'll be wishing you'd paid that extra $1 a month, wouldn't you? Ironically, that's what what the pop-up from Adblocker Plus constantly says on my computer. I don't have to close it and go, no, remind me later. Um, Take action now. However, Neil... A small number of reports state that the subject is still capable of appearing targets even when such an extension is installed within the target's browser. Proceed with caution. <laughs> well, nothing's, nothing's 100%, is it? It's not, not even Johnny's. Um, additional notes. So I'm now thinking like that, because mm. I'm just going to get into the movie The Ring on Craig Chris. Because they rang you up seven days before, didn't they? I don't do know. Reckon, do you reckon they, 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 so they, what they'd do, so they'd ring you up yeah. seven days before. Yeah, like the IRA. And, and tell you you're going to die in seven days. Yeah. And then you come crawling out your t- TV in a horrifying fashion and you'd have a heart attack and like scream and your face would be frozen in horror. Right. Um, um, you, um would, you, would you just not watch the telly? Doesn't matter. You turn it off, unplug it, doesn't matter. It's turning on and she's coming crawling through. What if you just get rid of the telly? I'll tell you, just appear, I assume. They didn't, they didn't actually explain what happens in that scenario. Well, just stand in the middle of a field. Anyway, look, there's a really good episode of EastEnders this week, <laughs> so I can't, I'm missing that. Yeah. Doc Cotton's kicking off with, uh, yeah, I've got, you know, uh, with, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it. Yeah. Six days time. I'm not, you know, I'm not, this is before catch up TV, of no, course. I'd rather, I'd rather die than miss that, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of living is that if you don't, you know? Exactly. The Mitchell Brothers story arc is coming yeah, to a be, tasty conclusion. the end of the week. I need to re-establish and start all over again the week after, yeah? <laughs> not missing that. Yeah, I'll turn okay. it off and plug it, but, you know. So what happens? So they come out your telly, freeze Come out your telly, you, you, you literally, you're like, you die of horror. Because um, mm. it's, you know, this phantom girl. It's very effective horror movie, actually. 
But my point being, so they ring you seven days before. Just oh, get, there's a point. Good. It's a very polite ghost, you know. Yeah. Schedule you, and you've got seven days, then you're going to die. Sorry about that, but, you know, this is the way it is. So you can get to do some planning. I was just thinking, you know, that's when you can maybe get your ad block. Yeah. So I'm just wondering now if this whole thing is just like a cold calling scam. The, well, uh, by, you know, the Japanese ghouls are in league by with Adblocker the, Plus. the Adblocker. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm starting to think, oh, has Adblocker Plus been funding all of this kind of... Yeah. You know, these things come crawling through TVs and, uh, you know, death by pop-up. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Follow the money, ask questions. Reminds you of the Stuart Lee joke where he was saying about terrorists these days are really impolite and in the old days we had the IRA who would always ring, ring you up and let you know, yeah. They'd always ring you up and Speculate. let you know. They were, they, were, they were proper British terrorists. They didn't want to be, but they were. <laughs> <laughs> so additional notes. In the early 2000s, a short video animated with Shockwave slash Adobe Flash was uploaded to the internet. Hosted as a Japanese GeoCity site, the animation relays an account of a subject. It begins with two boys discussing the possible existence of a subject in the classroom at school. I used to have an Angel Fire website. Just anything with loads of those, like, crappy memes just thrown all over it, Mm. you know. Oh, let's put a dancing baby in the corner. Why not? And then have like one of them like trackers that shows you've had seven visitors. <laughs> uh, uh, mine was, I, I was really, I did it at, as when I first started at the place where you still work. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I set up a website for an entirely fictitious football team and nice. did biographies and stuff based on members of our team there. It's quite funny. Um, Later that night, the more sceptical of the boys sits down at his home computer and attempts to search or attempts to research or locate subject. He is initially unsuccessful. (sighs) However, as he's about to give up, subject pops up on his screen. After attempting to close subject several times, he's presented with the dialogue window full of names. You had to go looking, didn't you? Had to go looking. Couldn't leave well alone. Do you like? Now troubles friends, yeah. If you go looking for revenge, dig two graves. The other boy's name, the one with which he had discussed the subject with earlier in the day, is at the bottom of it. The boy then senses a presence behind him. Oh. Did he... you think when I told you about them killer pop-ups, I was saying <laughs> this? Would you feel just like the sound of my own voice? <laughs> Two fans and three got me conscious now. Oh, oh, fuck, I'm gonna go and watch these standards. Mitchell Brothers is on tonight. Okay. Toys out. Why couldn't he listen to me? Yeah, Cluffy is that boy, and now we've now we've got to commit him to old Mother Thames. Oh. <laughs> Violet Grey will be spinning in her grave. Neither boy appears at school the next day. Mm. According to schoolyard gossip, they were both found in their rooms having died by suicide. After the video's conclusion, a pop-up appears on the GeoCity site on which the animation is hosted, consisting of black text on a red background, and it asks Neil, Do you like? <laughs> yeah, that was figuring. It is assumed that the pop-up that appears at the end of the animation is a facsimile of the subject rather than the subject itself. 
However, the possibility remains that in fact it is not a facsimile. It is possible that this pop-up is subject. <laughs> I'm I'm really confused by the phrasing here. Why? I'll, sorry, I'll be on. English isn't this person's first language. Well, no, that's fair enough. But no, I'm just trying to. I'm, what are they trying to say in plain English? So they're saying that last sentence. I just didn't didn't scan right. for me. Okay, so they're saying that there's this video. Then the pop up comes up on the screen. They're saying it's probably just like. A, a fake of it, like as part of the video oh, okay. thing, but it's possible it's not. It is unknown whether subject is related in any way to so-called red numbers or red rooms. It does not appear on the surface to be the case. So, what are mm. red numbers? Let's have a little look. See. Uh, so, the red numbers are a set of telephone numbers which you should never answer any calls from. Dun dun dun. Otherwise, you die. And red rooms. Uh, it's a web four machine going to most of them. To be fair, we need to call speak on How's it most phone numbers don't really actually speak with Uh So. The red room seems to be numbers that you call. So okay. red numbers are numbers that call you, and red rooms are numbers that you call, both of which are... Fatal, apparently. Fatal, yeah. It does it's not strange. appear on the surface to be the case. The colour red is common trope in subjects of this nature, and its use in all three subjects may therefore may simply be a coincidence. At the same time, though... The connection has not yet definitely been ruled out. <laughs> well, it's an, an interesting way to assassinate people, but uh... mm. it's not bad. I mean, I don't know. Probably poison's easier, isn't it? <laughs> so no, you can, you can reach virtually from anywhere in the world using some. Presumably, there's some sort of you know mixture of. I mean, I, I wonder what the conceit here is. Whether it's kind of like some. I mean, I was obviously leaning hard on the ghostly apparition. Yeah. But maybe it's supposed to be some kind of, like, psychological mind control thing, yeah. Mm. See, the problem is... I'll tell her old tricks. Well, yeah, you know, because we've all all been exposed to a bit of MKUltra, haven't we? So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, that softened our pineal glands. Well, I have taken acid, so yes. Well, yeah, actually, there's shit like (laughs) psychotropic drugs that's going on. And it's probably didn't help either, in fairness. Subjects achieve... Fucking hell. Achieved notoriety in the early 2000s due to the GeoCities Animations Association with a homicide known colloquially sorry, as the uh, Sasebo slashing. On June the 1st, 2004, a 12-year-old girl in the Japanese city of Sasebo, uh, Nagasaki Prefecture, was murdered with a utility knife by a fellow 11-year-old student at mm-hmm. the elementary school that they both attended. Horrible. Yep. Due to her age, the perpetrator has been referred to in the news coverage only as Girl A. At the time of the crime, Girl A was found to have the animation concerning subject bookmarked on her computer. Mm. I mean, one might argue completely irrelevant, but... Yeah. 
But I mean, I guess that was something that was unusual, and then the press go, okay, that's. Or if they're anything like British tabloids, they just made it up. <laughs> yeah, like, was it the Huntington Massacre or whatever? And it's like, oh, you know, he had all of these video nasties. And then it yeah. turned out that he'd rented a copy of Rambo 3 six months earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most nasty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty bad movie, but I think. Yeah, but I'm not sure it means that yeah. you turn, that you get a firearm and turn it on kids. No, no, exactly. Maybe on Paramount. But maybe you go to L.A. if you're that angry. Uh, In September of that year, a family court ordered girl A to be institutionalised for two years. Sensible. In September of 2006, the sentence was extended for another two years. And after 2008, the authorities did not seek a further extension. A similar murder of a 15-year-old girl by a 16-year-old classmate, which occurred in uh, Sasebo in 2014, is not believed to be connected to the case. Well, I don't think the first one was particularly connected to it. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not convinced. So, one of, so there's a real-world murder here, apparently, and there might have been a connection to this whole pop-up shenanigans. Yeah. And then there's and then another there one another similar, bad enough to do with it. Yeah, but presumably... I'm not sure we mentioned it, but fair enough. Well, I imagine that children stabbing children is fairly unusual and yeah, two yeah, have yeah. happened in the same... So they're looking to see if there's... Town. Yeah, OK. So, Neil, recommendations. Should you encounter subjects while browsing the internet, make no attempt to close the pop-up window. OK? No. I can't stress that enough. What you need to do is pay for whatever is being asked. And <laughs> surely say you like it, buy the, uh, buy the wares being offered, and then just mm-hmm. count yourself lucky you got away with a lucky escape. And do not, and I mean, first thing I'd do is probably just turn my computer off. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, and do not, under any circumstances, go looking for subjects. Of course not. You might just find it. So just Googling murder pop-up. <laughs> And if you do, you might soon find your own name added to that long red list. Neil. It's the list of all the people who the pop-up has slain. Neil, can I, can I ask you something? Mm. Do you like? A little bit. A little bit. It's not bad, is it? It's a bit, it's a bit 2005, isn't it? <laughs> oh. The problem is as well, I just, there's nothing, there's something that's not in, inherently horrifying to me of, a pop-up, like I say, the film, The Ring, if you ever see that, it's genuinely scary, but, um, oh, that, that sort of climatic scene. But, um, yeah, just like a, it depends. It's one of these things where, cause as I say, I've seen a bit of some of these kind of like the J horror where they play around with these kind of electronic tropes and stuff and it can be quite well done, but a pop-up killing people, I don't know. It just, it's inherently a bit, a bit ridiculous, but it feels more like people's, you know, well, is it, there was a point where the internet was quite scary because it was very different for people, but now it's just mm. become so commonplace. Do you know what I mean? It just feels like it's, uh, it's, it's very, dredging up an old fear that's no longer really that prevalent. Do you know what I mean? It's very, um, it's very polished the internet now, isn't it? Because yeah, we all it feels go very of its time. Google and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a bit too polished, but, uh, like this, what, like this, um, podcast, very, yeah, oh, very just, polished. Just too slick for our own good. Too slick. Um, so that's pretty much. That's pretty much the the story, Neil. Yeah. So let's. Um, that would have made a good middling episode of the X Files a few years ago. Yeah. So um, let's find Maybe out. Maybe it did. Maybe it did, Chris. Let's find out in point form, Neil. 
Do you like? Spoopiness. <laughs> oh, I see what you've done there. That's good. Um, Slick. I don't approve, but I'll allow it. Um, spookiness. Yeah, well, I've kind of I've touched on this a little bit. I I never sort of found the internet massively scary. I can't understand where people found it. You know, it was a bit of a sea change for people of a certain age. Um, yeah, just. There's not everything on Not everyone's a hot step in Johnny Mnemonic like you, Neil. Well, that's true. Well, you know, anything can happen on the internet. I mean, yeah. provided you accept that it's basically just on your screen and you can yeah. turn it off at any point. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, there's sort of similar things, weren't there? For a bit worried about TV and radio controlling your brain and all the rest of it. Um, there was a thing of dragons. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that was. Don't get me started on the satanic powers inherent within that, Chris. Um, yeah, no, no, I, 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 th- I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't have even found that scary at the time. And I think it's kind of passed its sell by date a little bit, um, this kind of thing. Um, I quite like, but not as spooked, spooked by the, um, the names, presumably of people who've been sort of taken yeah. in by the curse. But yeah, this is the sort of premise that's been done better, um, through various kind of like, um, horror movies and various things. So yeah, I'd, I'd watch Pulse or Suicide Circle or something for a better version of this. But so spookiness, no, not really for me, I'm afraid. Doesn't 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 work for me. I'm gonna give it a three. Three. Um <clears throat> so I think uh, not by much, but I think it's probably a little more spooky than that. Um I think this but because being on your computer and that kind of stuff, especially at that time, but even now is quite a solo activity, especially if you're up to no good. Um, so you can kind of imagine... Don't get me wrong, dying of a heart attack at my computer because of the fact that I spent eight <laughs> hours a day fucking in Zoom meetings. Yeah, you know, it's a genuine fear. Mm. That's quite spooky, but uh, it's not, it's not going to be because of a fucking pop-up. <laughs> if it came, yeah, if it came, you know, something like that coming up and it feeling like... I don't, so the thing with stuff that comes on your computer that you can't close down and that kind of thing is there's a kind of weird feeling of, because you know that the, because it's in your house, but it's kind of connected to the outside world, right? Right, your computer. Yeah. Your oh, you have a truly in control. So there's a feeling yeah. of kind of trespass or um, intrusion that you're not necessarily in control of. So I think that's quite a, a spooky feeling, which you don't really have with anything else in, in your house, except maybe your front door um, or your windows. Um, so there's that. Um, and I think the voice would be quite scary. I, I, I could see how this would shit you up, right, if it happened, Um Especially if you kind of knew about, like at the time, maybe kind of people knew about the legend, and maybe it was a prank, but it would certainly spook you if it suddenly happened. So I'm going to give it a four nil. Um, believability. So um, I certainly believe that the legend exists, and I believe the Geo City site was there, um, kind of as a piece of spooky pasta. It's decent because it's not difficult for you to be able to scare people because you can actually get this pop-up to kind of come up. So because it's based on something quite simple to kind of make happen, I think it's quite quite good. And I think people kind of in chat rooms and stuff probably did believe it. Um, whether I believe that, I, I think, it, you know, it's a campfire story. But um, it's like, it's like a, it's like, 
a non-computer-based urban legend, you know, like hitchhiking or claw man or whatever. So, um, I think, you know, there's, you know, and what, what makes the person die? Is it some kind of mystical thing, ghost thing, demon thing, or, you know, some kind of brainwashing thing? Don't know, but I don't know. It's not terrible. I'm going to give it a seven now. Fair enough. Believability, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I guess, and again, it's always about whether people find it believable. And I think, I think this is going to dock points now because I think it becomes less believable as we go on and people get more used to. But I think I probably would have been a bit higher if we were sort of talking 15 years ago because again, people. You've got to take it in the time frame that it's set. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, like when we've said which stuff is believable because they believed it in the 18th century. <laughs> Yeah, I guess to, to an extent. It's kind of like, or, or, you know, they, they believe that sort of thing at the time. But yeah, okay. So there's a certain amount of that. It's, you know, um, some sort of still reasonably new technology and people are kind of like, um, you know, again, it's just a fear of, of you, you've got all these powerful things you can use. We don't truly understand what it is that you've got in front of you. Um, all of this great technology. Um, I think, I mean, what they've done as well, which is quite good is the usual bait and switch would have taken what are presumably some real-life crimes, um, and then just kind of connected them. That's probably just like a connection that never really happened. And, you know, sometimes you even find the crimes are fake. I don't know. I won't comment too much more on that because I don't want to say that if they're genuine kind of uh, things that happened. Um, but, yeah, given, given that that apparently is the case, then, you know, um, yeah, I think that, could, you know, it could, you know, it could, I could see people believe to a certain extent. I'm going to go down the middle and give this, uh, this will be, a, I think, a five for me. Okay, narrative premise, Neil. Hit me with it. Not probably that strong on this one, because, again, it just feels very much of its time. Um, I think, gen- I mean, it's one, it's been done better. Yeah, it's not going to be a strong one on this for me, because it, it's really close to the sort of things. As I say, there's, there's loads of kind of like um, J-horror movies around the turn of the millennium and kind of a little bit after, which played with these kind of tropes, but just did it did it a little bit better. Um yeah, I don't know. I think um, you'd struggle to go back to this. It's so, and there's there's a few points like you know what is it that actually kills you? But then I think if you're going to reveal that, then that's going to lose its power. I don't know. If you try and keep it secret, it might be a bit frustrating. There's not a lot to this. I'll, I'll give it another five. I think for me. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, new technology and everything. Um, so. Um, I mean, I've not heard of, <clears throat> I've heard of different kind of internet spooky pasta kind of stuff. I've not heard of one from a pop-up. And maybe, I don't know, like maybe pop-ups were particularly annoying or prevalent at that point and ad blockers weren't as good. So um it's all right. I mean, there's, but there's just not, there's not a huge amount to it beyond a pop-up comes up and then you die, commit suicide or, or something, we're not sure. So it's not great, but um yeah, so so what did you give it now? I think it was a five. I've already five. Forgotten. Yeah, cool. All right. Well I'm gonna give it a four. And so reach. Um quite big in quite big in Japan. Um and there was a short film titled The Red Room Curse in 2016 so i think it's one of these forum ones but i don't think it's very i don't think it's very well known particularly um probably better known in japan than outside but you would imagine that 
across the internet ecosystem, it probably would have spread. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very much, if you're into that kind of thing, you could find it, but I don't think it's not public consciousness kind of stuff. So, uh, I'm going to give it a three for reach now. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of it either. I could see this, you know, being big, as I say, like 15, 20 years ago. Um, I just think it's going to be one where it's probably not that big at the moment and you can't see it getting any bigger because it'll just age more. It'll be like, you know, the telegram killer or something. It's just going to have, you know, limited um, <clears throat> ability to spread more, you would think, as it gets more and more old. Um, will pop-ups even be a thing in five years? Who knows? Um, be some other awful thing that will assault us. We'll have them just, we'll have, because we'll have augmented realities built into our eyes, they'll just be pop-ups all over our flats. Yeah, we've come, we've all, you know, we've all bought into just having like microphones and cameras to surveil ourselves with, haven't we? So we'll probably just end up with like a, you know, yeah. some, some little, some, some way to pour adverts into our homes that we don't need to, the advertisers don't need to bother with pop-ups anymore. Um, so, um. Well, our, um. We'll all have a hologram of Elon Musk that sits in the corner of our house and tells yeah. us what to do, won't we? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, yeah, what do, what do they call it? It's not um, virtual reality, it's that, um, what's it called? Augmented, uh, reality. augmented reality, yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, you'll have a picture of him just with his little, coming in with his little sink, going, let that sink in. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, first thing you do, you open your eyes and he's walking into your bedroom with a towel around him. Yeah. Morning, sleepyhead! <laughs> Time to get up and grind. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck this. This, this dystopia is even worse. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's really pathetic. <laughs> it's more awful than we're going to feel up at the same time. This is what, this is worse than if there was a warlord in charge. <laughs> exactly. Someone, someone really needy. <laughs> Somebody please get Ming the Merciless or someone else. <laughs> oh. I would, I would have lived in 1984. Rather than <laughs> yeah, this would be much better. Corporate fucking escape. <laughs> well, if you think about it. Oh. <laughs> so, reach now? Anyway, reach, yeah. So, minimal for me. Going to give it a three. Three. So, that gives us an overall score of 37 points. That's not bad. It's, it's, a, a, it's a nice little one. We might we may have yeah. to dive into some more of the creepy pasta, I think, as we go yeah. along. But um, Plenty of it. Yeah. It was, uh... and, um, and listeners... Do you like the podcast? If so, then please uh, leave, well. us, leave us uh, a hi. Or are we like an annoying fucking pop-up? Yes, yeah. very much so. Uh, leave us a, a review or a score or something or comment. Be nice because we don't really get nothing like that. Um, and if you have any creepy pass or anything you want us to look at, you can or whatever, you can always get hold of us at herb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. I know you won't. And uh, that's it for this week. Um, we're we're going to, or I'm going to, over the next few weeks, look at some ones from outside of the UK and the US because we've been a bit slack on that. So we're going to look at some more more stuff from around the globe. Variety is the spice of life. Variety being the spice of life. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, whatever you're doing, I hope you have a lovely week. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Well, uh, we'll... we'll Speak to you next time, Thursday, usual, all that. Bye. See ya. Enjoy.